0: Kelly packs up her things, and she knows that this is the end of the X-Files for her. Because um, she knows even when she comes back that she can't be, like, traveling across the country now that she's got a baby. Right. Uh, and, well, she gets rid of the baby, and in the revival she can come back to the X-Files. Um, to us. <laughs> Yay! <laughs>
1: And it is the government conspiracies, but I've seen none of If I did, I think I probably would run a million miles, lose my little mind.
2: Hello, everyone, welcome along to another episode of X Files Talk X Files. The only podcast that is serendipitous enough to find itself on Christmas Day, discussing an episode involving a baby being born in a barn with a light above it that guides the way for people from all over to witness the miracle of its birth, culminating in a visit from three wise men bearing gifts. (laughs) <laughs> Merry Christmas everyone, happy Hanukkah, Merry
0: Christmas. hope you're
2: having a great festivus, uh, hello I'm David Harwood, I'm your host and joining me today from xfiles.news I have Roy and Jessa Hello Thanks. Thank you both for joining us
0: Thank you for Thank having you. us
2: So uh, completely lucked out that Essence and Existence were on the agenda for today's episode that's going up on Christmas Day at this point, we were just trying to cram in all of season eight and nine before the revival started, so yeah, it it's worked less out well. Than a
0: month away now,
2: a week today, we'll be able to say that this year there's going to be some new X Files episodes.
3: Yes! Wow! I'm excited. I hope we've all watched How the Ghost Stole Christmas, either. Yes, I Christmas watch it. Year. I watch it every year. At Christmas Eve. <laughs> the like last, 11.
2: the last couple of years, I've ditched it in favor of the Millennium Christmas episode, yeah. but. Uh, I'll allow it. I mean, could you I, did, I did watch this one this year, technically. I did watch uh, How the Ghost Stole Christmas this year. Yeah,
0: it was a while ago
2: now. Yeah, I know. It was like in <laughs> September or something. But...
0: That does not count. <laughs> it it does just, count. I watched Home for Halloween, but that doesn't count as part of my rewatch.
2: I may have watched it by the time this episode goes up. Who knows? They might mm-hmm. have had a change of heart.
0: I will. I will. Every year. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe,
2: or maybe I'll be uh, knee-deep in Season 9 trying to get ready for next week's podcast. So.
1: Probably.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Uh, so let's start off uh, with a listener question. Uh, today it's from Katie. I don't have a last name, but uh, she went to x talkxfiles.com to send this question in. She says, Hi David, I love the podcast. Thank you Katie, I love you too. Uh, <laughs> here is a question for you and your guests what is the first episode you saw and or what is the episode that got you hooked on the show if they aren't the same one and she says that hers is quagmire the first episode she saw as a repeat during the summer before the fifth season started was absolutely hooked and caught up very quickly thank goodness for fx in those days so i'm actually going to kick this one off because i actually think that the first episode I caught on TV, I didn't actually see all of it, I just saw little bits of it. And it was actually Teso dos Pichos. Ooh, wow. Um, I can, I think my dad was watching it and I was kind of in and out of the room and I kind of remember the toilet seats rattling with the rats <laughs> and then the entrails up in the tree and that's all I can remember. Um, after that, I think I caught a bunch of episodes from the first three seasons on repeat and it was right before the fourth season started. Nice. So, Shapes was one, Our Town was one, Grotesque was one. Mm-hmm. Grotesque was probably the one that got me hooked. Um, but by the time Talithi Kumi and Harenrok came on, I was definitely uh, a fan. But by the, by the time that Tunguska came out, I already had magazines and all stuff. <laughs> and I, I knew everything that was going on behind the scenes by that point. But
3: uh, And that was hard back then, because there wasn't yeah. really, like, internet was- presence.
0: It was not easy to get it, that. It, it, there,
2: was, there was no X-Files news then, but there was nope. um, fans on the internet discussing the show. And, uh, you had to dig deep for some of it. Uh, Roy, do you want to go?
0: Um, okay, so I know for certain, at least that I remember, I was, like, a little bit young. Yeah, I know I for started. certain, at least I
3: remember. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I could have seen it earlier, because I think my parents watched it, but I was, like, two. Um when it started but I remember seeing the end of Apocrypha with crycheck vomiting up the black oil um, and that like scared the absolute crap out of me for like years <laughs> like if I heard the theme song after that like I had to change the channel I was freaked out like I did not take to that scene I had no context for it so it cre- like really freaked me out um, but when I decided to watch the X files um, like I checked and it was airing on two different channels at two different like points in um, the shows like timeline and so it was either Deep Throat, which wouldn't have been that bad, or The Truth. But I watched both of them around the same time. And those were, like, the first two episodes I, like, committed to. So I was a little bit confused. No, um, oh, really? <laughs> I was like, which one's Walter, which one's Scully? They had That's a baby name um, But... It was, like, I w- was looking for a show that had really good chemistry, and I had always heard great things about the X-Files, so I decided to just, like, stick it through, and that's, like, at the point where I started, um, and that was, like, many, many years ago, <laughs>
3: and the rest is history, so.
2: How about you, Jessa? Um,
3: the honest answer is I'm not entirely sure, but I will I will narrow it down to so either .com, am not even sure why I think that is the first one, I just think it is, because... Um, watching Mulder and Scully grow old scared the crap out of me. And I don't know why. Still <laughs> but, a little awkward. but it's just really weird. But um we used to have those VHS tapes, you know, where there were two episodes on one tape.
1: Yes. Yeah. And
3: um we had conduit and ice and um I remember seeing ice and I remember like six year old Because that's how old I was when I came up, was like, They need to get together. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not kidding. I love no, six-year-old you. Jessa and nine-year-old Jessa and twelve-year-old Jessa.
3: They're all the same, but um, but then I also remember, like, um, I'm trying to think when I was really hooked. Um, I think it was around Quagmire, like Katie. Um, because my brother and I called the episode "Big Blue." and that's all we would call it, and my brother and I were both really into X-Files, and we would always be like, big blue, and every lake that we passed, we wanted to go see if it was there and quee-quee and stuff, so
1: um,
3: and then, yeah, so I think that's that's my answer
2: Listeners, if you have any questions or if you want to share with us um, what episodes got you addicted to the show, then uh, hit us up on Twitter or Facebook, or go to X-Files, talk X-Files.com and do send us your questions, because we'll probably keep answering them as long as we keep them coming in, so...
0: We really need to start submitting questions, Jessa. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, ooh, yes, okay. We've had
2: some really good ones over the course of the show, and, uh... Well, this wasn't a good one, I'm just saying we've had some really good ones. Yes. So... Let's go to our episode discussion, then. Uh, we are finishing up Season 8 today. We're doing Dead yeah. Alive all the way through to Existence, and... I'm not going to repeat stuff that I've already said. I'm gonna make a you know, really good effort not to repeat criticisms of this season that I've already made. Other than to say, rewatching these episodes, I got really distracted by about halfway through a lot of them on this rewatch. So I don't have a ton of really good notes on these episodes, but fortunately I have you two here, who are obsessive about, to the point that you know what Mulder's heart rate was. Thirty-six. <laughs> and, yeah, so let's kick off with, let's, let's do these first two together, Dead Alive and Free Words, because it's the continuation of the This Is Not Happening storyline, mm-hmm. and even, it's kind of a weird free parter because it's so disjointed, but there's elements that really do tie it together as a legitimate free parter.
0: Well, I mean, they had like a, what was it, like a five-week gap between... It was, uh, I remember, it was, was about a month.
2: Yeah. I remember,
3: it was about a month and it was like around yes. February and it just We're was jerk. horrible. Chris Carter, man. He just like enjoys watching people suffer. It's like his goal in life. I think I was catatonic that month. Like, <laughs> I remember just like, when I would have been in eighth grade, um, what that made me, like, 13. I just remember being, like, catatonic and unresponsive. Yeah,
2: I, can, I can imagine... Knowing how you responded to that <laughs> scene in Fight the Future, yeah. I can imagine you in a similar position at home in front of the TV going, I don't care about Frohicke and Adelaide Hosen. What happened to them." I was,
3: like, trying to use logic. Like, they wouldn't, like, kill him off, would they? And, like, I don't know. It was torturous. So.
0: Well, I mean, I think... What stands out for me in this episode is like Jillian Anderson, who, like, when she cries, like, the angels weep with her. Oh like, god, yes. There's a holy crap. Like, Scully in this episode, like, I cannot help but feel just, like, awful for her. I mean, really the whole of season eight, but it, like, culminates in, like, the episode before when she's, like, above Mulder's dead body and then you know, she, like, runs after the ship and Absalom. Oh my god, that um, was. And then perfect. in this episode, um, oh my god, and, like, she, watching her Barry Fox Mulder was just. It was like a little much for me to handle today. I was not prepared. (laughs) And, um, like, I don't think she, like she said, she's like, I can't believe I'm standing here. And neither could anyone else. That was just a ridiculous concept. Um, And to have him come back, like, Fox Mulder was like the king of holding on to Fox Hope, a false false hope. Um, Mm -hmm. But,. Like he, he taught Scully well because as soon as they dug him up, man, was she like clinging to like the tattered shards of his life that are just like fading away in the hospital bed. But she did it like nothing else.
3: So It was it was an emotional roller coaster ride. I mean season eight was an entirely emotional roller coaster ride. And to watch that season during puberty was just so neat. <laughs> <laughs> I was already it a lot. Um <laughs> but um but yeah, I mean the whole episode like you said, like her, the whole like her clinging and just the desperation and her um Jillian's phenomenal acting was just I mean it was just such a, a roller coaster. It was just a Oh, and coaster.
0: there we should we should bring this up for people who don't know about it. Um at the end, which is obviously one of my favorite parts when Mulder comes back, and he's like kind of a jerk, but aside kind of? from that there's I don't know if you know this, David, but there's It's not like really a controversy, but it depends on who you ask. So when Mulder and Scully are talking at the end, at some point, like Mulder's like lips move, and some people say that what he's doing is mouthing the words "I love you." Um, Yeah, it was like it was like a thing on the internet today. And I mean, I, I don't know. No one has ever answered it. I don't think there's enough evidence to, to substantiate that, but, like, I would like to believe it. Um, but I don't know if you knew that, David, but this episode has some controversy I around it. I think that. I had
2: dozed off by that point.
3: Oh, my God, David.
0: I'm talking about on the Internet.
3: <laughs> okay. Like, <years> ago. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was, I mean, he was, I'm sorry, Mulner was kind of a jerk by, um, by I mean, like, his barbie.
0: entire few episodes. Uh,
3: <laughs> If I was in Scully's place, you know how she laughed it off. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think, laugh. I, it
0: like, off. I would not. No, I would been like, like injecting something into your IV to sedate you. That was
3: awful, Mulder. I would like be like, here. Does this smell like chloroform to you? <laughs> okay.
0: But um, another good thing to talk about because it's on the um, the threads of mythology documentary. Um, Frank talks about doggett. And him watching Scully go through this and his feelings for Scully. And obviously uh, John Doggett has some serious feelings for Dana Scully, but I mean we all do, so I can't. I say, um, <laughs> it's kind of just like a fact of nature. Yeah, I have feelings like for Dana Scully too. So um, but um it's rough to watch him like see her there, like crying on Mulder now that he's like alive again. Um, and I always kinda of feel a little bit bad for him. Um, I know. And he just has this, like, constant struggle with, like, moving forward, Um, even when he and Reyes get closer, especially in season nine. um, And uh, we can shift the heck out of that, too, later on, David. Um, But I just feel bad for him here. And it's a really nice um, addition to, uh, like, people watching the Threads of Mythology documentaries. I recommend them. Um, But the commentary from Frank on this episode was really great.
2: And where are those documentaries? Where can you watch those?
0: Um, actually, I believe all of them are on the new Blu-ray set, but they came out separately in four different, um, DVD sets for the different threads of mythology, you know, abduction, okay. black yes, alienation, yeah. super soldiers. So, um, this would be on the super soldiers one, okay. um, I, I believe, or it could just be commentary over the episode, but it, if you look it up, you'll find it. Um, Frank, I just going to say it's commentary
3: for the episode because I, I think, think I it have is. it on the DVD,
0: so yeah. Um, but definitely, I think it comes from that threads of mythology set. So, but um, poor Doggett, Austin Skelly, Mulder's back.
2: But not a lot really happens. You're um, right. Now that I'm like we're talking about it out loud, it's
3: like yeah. I mean, <laughs> you
2: know, you can make that criticism of some earlier mythology episodes too. That not a lot really happens in some of them, you know. But I don't, I don't know what it is by the point by this point in the show. Uh, all of the mythology stuff, not a lot really happens in any of them and I don't particularly care. You know? It's just watching I dunno, it's just watching these people rattling around making these, you know, big well, it's
3: really them problems out of nothing that's it.
2: happening and Yeah.
3: Well, I mean you got the whole skinner trying to kill him thing and then Krycek, mm-hmm. right? We with crycheck, and then Mulder was dead, and then no, he's not. Okay, well,
2: what's what's the deal with Skinner here? Because okay, yes, he's got to make this huge decision, you know, this huge Sophie's Choice just sort of thing.
3: To make it for her.
2: Yep, but that's exactly what I came to. His character just seems very sort of, I don't know, kind of a little bit wishy-washy and just absent of all the confidence that we've seen in Skinner. I mean, you have the whole. Uh, um, what's that season forty one? one is it Zero Sum mm-hmm. where he's you know going off working for Cigarette smoking Man doing all this stuff and you know you get the sense that he's confident he's he knows what he's doing he shouldn't be doing and stuff but he's got a purpose to it and you can still see his confidence shining through, and right here, well, you know, maybe he's going like, in and...
0: more emotionally attached to what's going on. Well, and yes. that's affecting
2: him. I was
3: gonna say he's human. I mean, every once yeah. in a while, we do Plus, something. scary. later
0: on, we're gonna talk about him and like existence, and that was really satisfying oh. when he took yeah.
2: charge. So okay. that's, dope. that's another arc that <laughs> we got to touch on in in this podcast as well. The whole. Krycek coming back just so that he can be killed at the end of this at the end of this season, and it starts off here. You have the whole Krycek versus Doggett thing, uh, battle in the parking lot, and I just don't buy it. That's out of character. Of Krycek. He is so much smarter than what he does right there. He's. It just feels like he's inserted into the story just so he can be some little obstacle for Doggett to overcome, and. Carjack's better than that. He well, knows they were also it. He knows not it. Sure. We know it.
3: You're yeah, right. Exactly is more of so a charisma instead of strength character.
0: Yeah. Um, and, you know, David was leaving, and, you know, exactly what Jillian would be able to do. You know, that, like, like the end of existence, especially like if you listen to Kim Manners talk about <laughs> directing it, it was like a really big deal for them, and I can see why they'd want to bring back Crychek and at least close out that storyline um, because they were kind of bringing somewhat of a finale
3: to some things here. So I mean, the episode alone, which we'll talk about, brings back a lot. So yes, I guess, it I guess yeah. we'll talk about that when we talk about it. So
2: never mind. Yeah, I thought you were saying the episode alone, but no. about <laughs> the episode alone. Titled alone Yes yeah. Yeah. So we'll get back to Krychek um, In a little bit And I have a good argument for why he is actually a good guy And he did not deserve to die um, But we'll come back to that Free words um, I it, it, what, what can we say about free words uh, yeah. I, ha- I have written down like I, My notes for free words are By this point I just don't care
0: so, <laughs> That's awful
2: I feel awful I should not be hosting a show well, Jeff X-Hals.
0: and I have lots to talk about in terms of Mulder be re- being reintegrated into society and mm-hmm. his relationship with Skelly. You know, we have the whole theory on why Mulder's having some serious trouble here, aside from the obvious. I'm just going to keep going, Jess, So Yeah, go, um, for it, go for it. Go for, yeah, for it. So Mulder and Skelly, season seven, as some people call it, the season of secret sex. Um, you know, Mulder and Skelly, you know, had made moves forward in their relationship at some point, Skelly got pregnant, um, but they have never really gotten to a point where they, like, defined that relationship before, like, everything kind of got turned upside down, especially with Mulder and Skelly, they don't really talk about their feelings, um, they try to avoid it at, like, all costs, um, So when Mulder comes back, like, Scully's suddenly pregnant, and he doesn't know what's going on. Like, the IVF failed, and then they were together, but they had never really established anything. And what does she want, and what does he want? And he was dead, and he has no goddamn idea. And so that really, because they had never put, kind of, you know, agreed upon where they were going, he just has no idea. He's just come back to, you know, his his, you know, the love of his life and his partner working with someone else and one of his fish is dead and he's just, like, surprised to be alive.
2: If you like it, you gotta put a ring on it.
0: Yeah, well, um, I don't know. There's been (laughs) talk about that in the revival, so... Um,
3: I believe it's microchip, but, um...
0: (laughs) Yeah, you gotta put a microchip in it. But Um, even so,
3: I don't know. I I still have gripes about how Mulder acted towards Scully, so...
0: Plus, he was, like, an ass to dog it, like... Way unnecessarily. Like, I mean, I would understand a little resistance, but he kind of, like, took it to a new level. Um,
2: He just had some trouble. Um. Yeah, And, you know, Mulder's always been a man of his own mind and, you know, not trusting anybody. But, yeah, he just is a complete... Asshole in this Yeah, episode. he really is. He really
3: is. <laughs> I mean, Against you know, everyone. Like, a, like everyone. He's a jerk, too.
2: I mean, the, you, you get the scene in his apartment where he's like, oh, does he know what he's doing, this dogged guy? And, you know, fair enough. Mm-hmm. But then... I don't know. It, it's just... We're supposed to want... You know, we, we've been missing Mulder for half a season now. When he comes back, we're supposed to be really excited that he's back and enjoying his presence and, you know... Laughing at his dry sense of humor, and instead, he just comes back a complete asshole, and it's well, like, okay, that's... you can just leave again. That's fine. But
0: that's like kind of un- uh, like unrealistic to have like this person who was dead be like really like happy about everything.
2: He doesn't have to be happy about everything, but you know, we've You're seen uh, we've idea. seen unhappy Mulder before, and we've still been able to relate to him, and we've still been able to like him. You know, they've both been through so much shit over the course of the show. Mm-hmm. And we've still been able to invest in them and care about them and enjoy their presence on screen. And
0: we I just don't get really get that in this. Not quite yet. I think as, like, these episodes go on towards the end, you get a little bit more of it. Because, like, Mulder and Skelly kind of settled back in a little bit. A little um, bit. Like, she books him on the Princess Cruise, and then he's, like, in her apartment, she's stitching him up later on and all that stuff. And then... Um, well, we never really see the scene where he reunites with Scully at the end of existence, which I'm actually a little bit sad about. I wish we had seen that first time that he sees the two of them, but... Oh, I'm not shocked.
3: Um, not at all.
0: <laughs> um, but I We didn't
3: be- get a scene from Redux, which I think yeah. we all totally uh, deserved it.
0: And there's a scene in Scully's hotel room from Requiem that we never saw, but I think that they shot it. Um, but they built the set for it. Anyway, in, not re- in Requiem, yeah. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, not
3: surprised. Chris Carter. God damn it. Damn you, Chris Carter. Yeah, it's pretty it. much all my of the- future. Future. Yeah, three words. My future. Not I um, love you. Yeah,
0: like some people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. That's all I really gotta say about that. Yeah, see? Even you guys don't have that much to say yeah. about it. So... Uh, we'll have even less to say next week's podcast when we just when we talk about nothing interesting happened today. Important parts one and to you know it's interesting. <laughs> Empedocles. So, uh, finally, a standalone and one that weirdly tries to hint at some connection with Doggett's son's death and evil. Yeah. The notion of evil I mean, That's what this episode is about That evil is a disease mm-hmm. And we've had a lot of episodes Over the course of the show Where they've c- kind of Tried to examine what is evil What's the nature of evil Is it something yeah. that's You know, very human trait Is it a disease Is it some sort of um, Not divine But some sort of um whatever the opposite of <laughs> divine power is? Is it some sort of force that is out there? Well,
0: my favourite part of this episode is like, the parts of Mulder and Skelly and Really? Her Shocking mm-hmm. Yeah I know why would you think that Let's let's have an episode of let's have a
2: discussion About the nature of evil in the Exiles
0: <laughs> You know I like the bits of Mulder And Scully because like the, they're that's cute the description of evil though I mean like I'd rather like turn to like Irresistible or Orison or yeah. whatever to Talk about that than this um, I mean I think they had to bring Reyes in Because they knew they were going to bring her in later And so that was like an like Another kind of not introduction for her, but we had to, like, keep her in the background so that she could be there to help later on.
2: Yeah, you yeah. got to bring her in, you know, more and more mm-hmm. over a gradual thing. And she does a good job in this episode. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And Scully portrays...
3: Man, she plays a drugged Scully. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just
3: She's
0: like, just sedated to help with whatever was going on with her partial abruption. Well, she had
2: a cold in this episode.
0: She did. She did. You can tell
2: and the scenes of Mulder and Scully, especially at the beginning it's like something out of a soap opera.
3: Yeah, I'm going to yeah, being, yeah I of- I think I said those words out loud. When I was <laughs> like, really? No.
0: I want to know like why that pizza cost
2: 29.08. Me too.
3: Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> like pizzas are
2: about- notoriously expensive in the X-Files. I mean the one in Bad Blood that was like $20 or something.
3: 13.98. Really? <laughs> it 12.98. It was in
2: I'm just gonna um, sit here, drink my beer, and you can just talk. That's fine. <laughs> um, I saw Elvis in a potato chip so. once.
0: Yes. Yep. Um. So obviously, I mean, we we don't solve the whole Luke Doggett thing for a while, but obviously, they well, no,
2: got to have something driving him yeah. over however many seasons they decide um, to
0: do. I mean, interesting look at the characters, the like storyline. It's like. A little there, but
3: I like the character development in it. I don't know why they called it Empedocles, because there. I mean, okay, so Empedocles was the uh, pre-Socratic Greek philosopher that kind of came up with the first um, theory about the four elements, the four, you know, like states of matter, which is interesting because they came up with, what, earth, wind, or earth, air, fire, and water, which (laughs) <laughs> Not Captain Planet. Um, but, so, um, but when you think about it, um, Earth is solid, uh, water is liquid, air is gaseous, and fire is plasma. So actually, he got kind of close to the four states of matter. Anyway, Empedocles is said to have favored fire, um, which is why they named the episode after Empedocles. Because you know, you saw the fire, like really cool special effects. I liked it when he was like peeling his face off, and there was fire underneath. Um, and that's why they call it Empedocles. I just think they could have gone with way different... Like, if you wanted... I don't know. What I'm saying is, I guess, is Empedocles and Fire aren't the first things that come to my mind while watching that. So, I was a little confused, but whatever.
2: Um, well, another little is that... Sorry, another <laughs> quick little fact on Empedocles was that um, he was so obsessed by fire that he actually threw himself into a volcano in order to become a god
0: maybe maybe he is this like evilness now that he threw himself into a volcano (laughs) maybe it's just him walking around
3: maybe i just don't see him being evil anyway
0: but uh good news is scully has another toy for the baby Um, And they all had some nice
2: pizza. Um, And, yeah. And they all lived happily ever after, apart from poor Doggett. No. No. Okay, so one thing that bugs me about this episode, as if I haven't complained enough already today, is that, and this is something that corrupts up later on as well, is that Mulder keeps saying he doesn't know who the father of Scully's baby is.
0: Yeah. uh...
2: Which... You know, and there's obviously lots of hints and obviously all the fans of the show know that, you know, it's obviously gonna be him because this girl Jessa was gonna go to Chris Carter and was gonna be something horrible if it turned out to be something other than that. That crazy chick that's oh I know. She was notorious on the interwebs. (laughs) She's crazy. Um but it crops up again, in essence, in existence. They have this whole conversation stuff, and he's like, Skinner. oh, I really yeah, don't... Skinner. Yeah, with yeah. Skinner, yeah. And he's like, I really don't know, and all this stuff. He says okay. that's Kelly's business. Yes, which is fair enough, but it, it seems like he's acting out of concern because he doesn't know what the deal is either, and then all of a sudden it just wraps up, and it's fine. Oh, the, yeah, we the told truth told you. The truth that's we both know. That's the that's truth that's we both know. Uh, it's kind of...
0: Well, I mean, there's some, like, questions as to what went on, that she was able to have a baby. Um, and I think they want to make sure that they deal with all those issues. Um, plus, like, Mulder was still having his, like, trouble following death. At that point, he was a little disconnected from things. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, they Is that both... That's why
2: he was taking out his frustration on Doggett?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um...
2: Is this, but, is I mean, this There's a cannon?
0: Lot going on. What, well, I mean, okay, so like, Skelly <laughs> was barren, right? Um, and Noel Roar says that it was the chip that was used to make her pregnant, but Skelly was also exposed to the ship in, um, you know, the sixth extinction, um, yeah. and that apparently healed uh, or brought back to life, you know, dead things, so maybe it healed her. Um, There's also questions as to what happened when she was with Cigarette Smoking Man um, in Anami. So there's like a lot of questions and everything they've seen and gone through. Like, I'm not surprised that they're not quite sure and that Mulder doesn't want to commit to anything. Plus, you know, like he said, he feels right now that this is like Scully's baby. Like he doesn't feel like it's I don't think he does for a while
3: that it's his baby, too. He also wanted to make sure it wasn't an alien And then he was like, oh, okay Yeah, because that would have been kind of disappointing <laughs> And queers um, son well, his dad's baby Oh, oh. well
2: Since you're talking on a me Hmm? Yeah
3: Seriously.
2: Seriously. That's
3: not, let's not Let's not get
2: it Okay. okay.
3: Alright, moving on, what's the uh,
2: next? Vienen? Yes Finally, a mythology episode for fans like me.
3: Man, time. <laughs> <laughs> it was like all I, I the just meant. Episode. I just
2: meant something that doesn't deal with people moping around in the FBI. It doesn't deal with stupid soldiers. We're, we're, I like that stupid soldiers. We're back to the classic <laughs> mythology. I mean, this episode obviously evokes apocrypha, Piper Maru, Little Green Man. Mm-hmm. And you have the whole Butch Cassidy jump at the end. And, you know, it's it's one of the better ones, I think, in this stretch of episodes that we're talking about today. Nice to see that you have Mulder and Doggett there interacting a little bit. Mulder's a little bit less of an asshole. He's back in his old Muldery kind of ways, pulling the same shenanigans he's done before, where he's Even. impersonated somebody else so that he can get on a case and... I think the highlight there (laughs) before Doggett—he's
0: just sitting there interviewing
2: people. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's like, can I have a word of you? No, just pull up a chair, and then he hasn't got to repeat himself. So he's—you know—it's a nice episode. You get to kind of see both of those characters, and in their genuine sort of state, not Mm -hmm. one of them being an asshole for the sake of it. And Doggett shows that he can give as well as he takes when he recites the entire history of the Black Oil back to Mulder. (laughs) He's just clearly not in the mood to take shit from him anymore at that point. Mm -hmm.
1: Um,
0: And this is the last appearance of the Black Oil.
2: Is it really? I think so. I hadn't even thought that far ahead.
0: No, season nine. Like at all, it's just super soldiers at that point. I believe. I think you're right. Yeah. The Black oil um, is one of my favorite threads of mythology. Me too. I
3: think it's, like, oh, I think it's probably too. my favorite. Yeah, um, I agree with you, it's my favorite, because I love the uh, Terma Tunguska, so oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are really So good. yeah, we'll all agree that it's the best. So. Black oil is awesome.
2: And Krycek is obviously really associated with the black oil strand of the mythology too, so that's why he's <laughs> that's why he's always been one of my favorite characters.
0: Mm, I feel, like, a little bit bad for him, but I really enjoyed when Skinner shot him in the head. No. no.
2: Uh, Spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) Should not have happened. No. Maybe he'll
0: certainly be back in the revival. you never know. I don't think so, but...
3: I don't think you can bring him back, no matter how hard you tried.
0: (laughs) Well, the gunmen are coming back. Uh,
2: If if they're coming back and they are not dead, then... Crycheck has got to be secretly working with them and secretly still be alive too, and they've all got holograms walking around.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah,
3: know. that seems plausible, you know. I mean, <laughs> I, know,
0: I know how they play out cigarette-smoking men, but everyone's gonna have to wait to find that out.
2: Anything else on Viennin?
0: Um, well, radiation.
2: It's oil. cool, we haven't seen that for a while. You know, it's all been about the little black worms and stuff, and we haven't seen the radiation since season three, I don't think.
0: Yeah, Piper Maru. Um but you know, those two um Mexican guys, um, Simon de la Cruz and uh Diego Garza, I think. Um, they're both like immune to the virus. Um, which is like an important yes. fact that's never mentioned ever again. <laughs> Um, you think that would be, like, important with the coming apocalypse? but we, uh, really we, Yeah,
2: and exactly. And you'd also think that it would be um, relevant going back to all the other ties that we've had with um, Native Americans
1: mm-hmm.
2: in the show, and obviously they're Native Mexican Indians, but you, you think that maybe there's some sort of connection with all of that. And it's almost like it's just thrown in here as a plot convenience,
0: Well, I Uh, think they needed a way that they wouldn't be infected. And so that was like what they big Just make them not infected. Yeah. (laughs) Just throwing in immunity. It'll be fine. But, um, I don't know. Yeah.
2: So, Mm -hmm. okay. um, I was probably going to talk about this a little later on, but best jump slash fall in these episodes is it this one? The Butch Cassidy Sundance Kid leap from the oil platform? Or is it Billy Miles into the garbage truck? Because they milk both of them.
0: Um, I really like they them really jumping do. off the exploding oil platform. Me too. Yeah.
2: Okay. Let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Alright. Now the episode for everybody who likes to geek out about the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're Alone. kidding. Alone.
0: This was directed by Frank Spotnitz, and it was the first episode of The X Files that he directed. It was also written by him.
2: So he threw in everything he could to make sure that the fans liked it.
0: <laughs> Actually, there's some stuff that was cut. Remember Danny, either Danny Valadeo, Danny like Bernstein or something. We never really were sure if there were of his last names, but yeah, we never saw him. We were supposed to in this episode, but oh, I think really? it got cut. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Um. So I think, like, Frank had wanted to, like, solve that. And obviously, Layla Harrison was named after a fan um, who had died. Sadly died, yeah. Yeah. Um, But I think she wrote fanfic, and I think it's still out there. You can probably find it online. Um, But I – it's really sad in the beginning when Skelly packs up her things and she knows that this is the end of the X-Files for her um, because she knows even when she comes back that she can't be, like, traveling across the country now that she's got a baby. Right. uh, and, well, she gets rid of the baby, and in the revival, she can come back to the X-Files. Um, to da <laughs> Yay! <laughs> What's well, next? But, yeah, I like
3: seeing <laughs> quick flags, dong um, tags, I like oh, and, seeing and the the, dime and the dreamland, and, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then... Um, Re-gifting,
3: it was all that. <laughs>
0: yeah, but, oh, plus they were going to, Mulder was going to be her Lamaze coach, which was kind of cute. Um, yes. And it's just kind of a little oh. bit sad.
3: I liked how Scully was gonna culture her own bacteria. Like, yeah, wait, some agar plates there in that lab. There,
1: <laughs>
3: like, yeah, like um, the fact she's like, yeah, I'm gonna culture the bacteria and see what it grows. Like, she's Scully is a jack of all trades. I'll just yep. say that. Like, that is you usually get that sent out because um, mm-hmm. I work in a lab like that. And no, <laughs> yeah, she's that Scully's though. gonna culture. it. She's also going to make the incubation time instead of 14 hours, 14 minutes, and then read the... <laughs> yeah, at the correct oxygen and carbon dioxide levels, you know, normal mm-hmm.
2: stuff. So anyway, anyway. <laughs> rewatching this one, it's kind of weird how little Mulder and Scully were actually in it. For some reason, I was thinking that they were in it a lot more than they were, but this is really Doggett and Layla Harrison's episode. I thought mm-hmm. there was a decent amount of Mulder... Like, yeah, not much, really.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit more like Daga is in a tunnel. <laughs> and Where maybe, will the tunnel
2: lead? Uh, maybe I was c- kind of confusing it a bit more with um, the one in season 9 that she's in, Layla Harrison, because I guess you have more of a at least a free hander in that one.
1: Hmm. So maybe I was kind Scary of... Scary Monsters, yes, right? Yes, that's the one. Mm-hmm.
2: That's the one. Because um, I don't know if it's... Doggett and Reyes and Harrison, or if it's Doggett and Scully and Harrison, or all well, no, four Scully, of
0: them. Scully ends up, like, autopsy... Well, necropsying, like, a cat, I think.
3: In Scary Monsters. Yep, she does. Mm-hmm. I remember that.
2: Yep. But maybe that's where I was kind of confused that there was more different characters doing different stuff, whereas this one is it's predominantly... Doggett and Harrison, and mm-hmm. yes, Mulder's got it there in it a little bit, but in small doses. And speaking of small doses, I do really like the character of Layla Harrison. I think she's awesome, but I think she's properly used in small doses. Because I was kind of thinking, you know, they could have gone and made her like the the mm. the second lead. The, the that raw, would have gone gold. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I so. yeah, I think so. I think so. Um.
0: Uh, yeah, it's really sweet that they give her the Apollo 11 keychain at the end. And then the whole that scene between Mulder and Scully was just like... Frank just told them to like basically like ad-lib the whole thing. Um,
2: and you can tell. Well, we've got we to gotta say what they're arguing about.
0: Well, the spaceship... It, well, talking about...
2: <laughs> what the what is the question?
0: And how Mulder and Scully got back after their snowcat ran out of gas. That's a really great question, Layla. Jessa, do you want to... <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, actually, I'll start with fuel uh, um, efficiency
0: of said snowcat.
3: And plus, if you have a fifty-gallon snowcat, you could have enough fuel for making it there. And plus, you can have a separate gas tank for heating. Yeah.
0: Never mind the hundred-gallon snowcat, which is also comes in the model that they use, But obviously, right. there was like a fuel leak.
2: Listeners, um, I will refer you back to podcast episode twenty-one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, and you know, there's an entire paper if you guys are still confused about it that we solved. It's definitely how it happened. But mm-hmm. that's a good question. C one thirty. C130s. LC130s. Um, yes, and, the LC130s because they
3: had the C's attached because at there to yeah. on uh, IT.
0: An ice. Yeah. On, on on that snowfield there. But um, Layla Harrison makes kind of fun of it because that was one of the big mysteries. So Frank included that because it was, you know, kind of a for the fans episode. And then they, I love that they arrive at the end and then Doggett thinks she's like going into labor. And that was really kind of cute. Yeah. Um,
3: Aww. And
0: they're a little back and forth. And they're like, well, we never actually conclusively proved that it was a spaceship. Come on, you can't say it wasn't a spaceship. She no, wasn't from um, been a spaceship. No, and then you were frozen, and I hugged you until you were not frozen anymore.
3: She went from Scully to Jillian, like, real yeah, quick. Was, it
0: was really, <laughs> Scully <laughs> would never say I hugged you until you were not frozen. Mulder, you went in a hypometabolic state induced by the cold, em She would have thrown in some... Yeah, she, she
3: would have space. gone in the hypothermia and all of yeah. the... You know, your phalanges were, you know... High chance of Concerned
0: frostbite. about the blood flow too. And your-, your current
3: core temperature was dropping rapidly. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was still cute.
0: So it was kind of Mulder and Scully banter, but like with David and Jillian.
3: Well, it, was, it was more like <laughs> Molder and Jillian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was That's weird. That's a weird crossover. Anyway, moving yeah.
0: on. Valiant first directorial effort. I enjoyed it greatly. Not that Frank, I think, listens to this podcast, but... You never know. We love you, Frank. (laughs) (laughs) The next episode she directs
3: is Demonicus. Well, then. That's Um, a great segue into our next episode. (laughs) Essence of Existence. Yes. Um... So, so, yeah, uh, talking about this episode, um... This, this, honestly, even though I knew it was going to happen, um, I still like when someone tried to, like, talk to me, I was like, shh, <sighs> like, I gotta watch, um, and then a lot of it was a lot more far-fetched than I remember, um, but anyway, um, what are your
2: thoughts?
0: Um, the FBI has been taken over by super soldiers,
1: uh,
0: and, um... So the
2: FBI does have something to hide.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm kind of wondering, it was never conclusively said how they found Scully, if it was because um, they had tapped into the FBI phone system and they heard Doggett tell Reyes, or um, if they used the chip, or if it was the woman who originally found them. So I don't know, but evil. And we still don't really know why they like left her alone. I mean, Mulder has a guess, right? but I think we're going to find out more Maybe in the revival. I don't know. Maybe season eleven. Who knows? Just leave it alone. <laughs> no, it's so coming back. Have you seen the promo, like the show and don't tell, or don't? What is it? Show and not tell.
2: Yes, and my theory was not popular when I shared it.
0: Oh, what was your theory?
2: That that's her code name for Mulder. Hmm.
0: I don't think so. If anything, <laughs> if anything, I could buy that being part of like a dream sequence because there's another section where Mulder like bursts into a room filled with light and there's like kids' drawings on the wall that I felt kind of like it was like a dream sequencey thing that they could have used for that, but who knows?
2: Oh, well, it just could be somebody else called William because we've already had a lot of Williams. I feel on like the show. that's
0: not gonna be it though. I don't know.
2: It would please me if it was.
0: <laughs> he is so getting mentioned. I, and I know, I know. said yesterday on Twitter that she does think Scully will see William again. And if that happens, someone's going to need to sedate me. Like, let's just, that's
3: going to happen. I'm going to be very... Because, like, ah. Uh, it's either going to be, like, the most attractive-looking kid or the most awkward-looking kid. Like,
0: <laughs> Well, he's he will grow into the most attractive-like person. Uh. <laughs> yeah. But, man, I would love to see... Jillianers and act that because Oh she would act as shit ah,
2: it's just gonna be a little redhead eating sunflower seeds.
0: Oh, it'd be so cute. She'd be like snobbing and like Mulder would be sad, but hopefully he won't cry because that's not David Strong suit. And um sorry David. <clears throat> but um yeah, so Scully's having a baby and
2: he sitting be- her the whole time.
0: Yeah. Um yeah. Well who doesn't have a crush in Dana Scully, okay? Let's just be real about it You have a crush on Dana Skelly Dressa has a crush on Dana Skelly yep. I have a crush on Dana Skelly So does Monica
3: Reyes Like there's no judgment here So is Mulder mm-hmm. So is Skinner So is Doggett. So does Yeah it.
0: Literally everyone Literally everyone Literally
3: Even Jillian
0: Yeah <laughs> Jillian would, would totally go gay For, for Dana Skelly Her- so. <laughs>
3: Um, I'm sure there's a really weird fanfic about that out there, and let's talk about it anyway.
1: There
0: is a fanfic Uh, I read that was Scully. It was Bedelia from Hannibal and Stella Gibson from The Fall. Okay, yeah. Anyway, okay. It wasn't weird. It was was very short. It wasn't like gross. You know, it was just like a little thicklet. But I'm sure there are
3: weird ones out there. Uh, (laughs) I'm sure.
0: Oh, I bet Scully Obama
3: once. Okay, oh well, so we have clearly come back to the plot of Essence. Yes, <laughs> Essence. Um, I do. Let's, I let's. can't believe uh, Mulder did pass her off to Krychek for that little yeah. bit. You know, like Cause, that. Just because
2: crycheck is a good guy, that's what I'm saying. Okay.
3: Um, All right. Well, let's, yes. I, let, let me hear your theory of why you think he's a good guy, please.
2: Okay. Well, because he's Crychek and he's awesome. Um, Oh, thank God. Thank
0: you, David. Uh...
2: But in this episode alone, he saves Mulder and Scully from Billy. Then he protects (laughs) Scully at the FBI. Um, When the alien invasion is supposedly happening in two fathers, one son, he's the guy that's left behind and he's clearing up the mess and stuff. And he's trying to save something of the project so that humanity can be saved after the syndicate is all double-crossed by these, um, faceless. The rebels. Yeah. Um, and he does it all with one hand, so he's awesome. That's what she said. He should. He shouldn't have been killed. I'm sorry. It's just.
1: Well, no, i I think I'm kinda... make... okay, yep,
3: uh-huh. one of my favorite characters. I love him. Um, and you're right. I'm
2: bummed that they killed him. It's just but... a tortured soul. Just kill Noel Roar if you've got to kill somebody. Well, yes, right? apparently does that, He's sub-Krychek, so... And Krychek killed the cigarette smoking man. Let's not forget that. Granted, the guy has got more lives than a cat, but... Yeah, except that he
0: was alive at the end, and who knows if he's still alive. We're going to find out. I I don't even know anymore. I still
3: think it's just going to be a pile of ashes with a cigarette coming out.
0: That I mean. would be the best part, like some like so cartoon cool. eyes and like a mouth and a so
2: heart. It's so not weird. how he looks on the poster though. That's the oh, whole it point. you off. That's the whole point. it's, trying, yeah. oh, right. so it's like, like a John Snow part. move. Yes. It's yeah. like a tribute. Okay. Um, okay, so let's let's start asking some of the important questions then about these two episodes. Fuck! Are all those friends at her baby shower? I wonder no. that
0: too. I think it's like people her mother has has like invited that they she like forced her to have this baby shower.
3: That was hard to watch.
0: It was, and she like gets all weirdly because like throughout <laughs> the you know the season, the Scully is dealing her suits and black and navy blue and whatever, and then she's like in this like beige concoction of a dress. <laughs> um, so weird. And then she's like, oh, yay, presents. Oh, my God, someone shoot me. Um, she's, like, not so much into it. I think she's, like, seen so much crap, and she's, like, so worried about her baby that she can't really do the baby shower thing properly. Um, plus, like, what would be a baby shower without the people she, like, actually likes, like Mulder and the Gunman and, like, Skinner and...
3: Don't <laughs> oh, find do one really weird baby shower
0: food. would, but it would be entertaining. Like, Skinner would be, like... This is a holster. It's baby sized. <laughs> it the gunman would get him like all sorts of like you know tech equipment, like baby sized tech. There'd be
3: Cuevos rancheros. Yeah, it'd be great. Now I want some. Yeah, that was that was fun. And then Lizzie, who's like secretly evil, mm. right? God, that was
2: such a didn't weird. see that coming.
0: Except, definitely. oh, there is something I should point out, David. You're going to like this. The first time when Lizzie goes into Scully's bathroom to switch her pills, there are two toothbrushes sitting there, a red one and a blue one, as if they're out for regular use. Ah. Yeah. I'm just going to put that out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. We, at the end of the episode, Mulder just lets himself into the apartment with his key. It's not like they're unfamiliar with it, but, uh, yeah.
2: Well, that's interesting because, in *Honor Me*, he does have to get the landlord to let him in. So,
0: except that makes no sense at all.
2: No, it really doesn't. Yeah. Maybe
0: he
3: just forgot his keys at home and yeah. took
0: the cab. I mean, that's the only thing I could go with there because he—he's had. I mean, Scully's had a key to Mulder's apartment since like season one. Like, Pretty she nice. uses it multiple times in season two. But
2: yes, that's true.
3: I'm just Mm going to say you took a cab and forgot his keys, so there you go.
0: Yeah, that works for me.
3: Okay.
2: Okay, question number two. Um, Why did Scully never say anything about the showroom of deformed fetuses, considering she'd seen them in uh, Zeus Genetic's previous clinic?
1: Well,
0: I figured she thought they were just deformed fetuses.
3: Some um, teaching hospitals, like I know Georgetown University, yeah. Does have some, uh, what is it? Oh my gosh, the word is escaping my brain. Um, preserved specimens. There you
2: go. Yeah. But did so. she not hear the ominous music that played when she was glancing around? The I don't
3: room? think she did. I don't hear. think so, yeah. I'm not, no. I'm not
0: sure. <laughs> um, I think that that was added a little bit later.
2: Um, I've mean, we're of supposed to, we're obviously supposed to think that they mean something and we were impermanent supposed to, you know supposed to feel like that meant something so how come she didn't i mean i I get what you're saying and it does make complete sense but if it's going to be used as a plot device there and again here you you think that she would at least have noted it in her report or something but
0: uh i don't know maybe she did did you read her report?
2: no did you Uh, Uh, I'll have to
0: ask Chris Carter I'm sure he won't answer so fair enough
3: question Uh, number three how how awesome
2: was that kiss sorry (laughs) my question number three is I named him William after your father your father is named William too can't you just say we named him William after both of our fathers
0: no because she wanted to do it after Mulder's father
2: she wanted to
3: kind of, they did a very ex-file way of saying Mulder, you're the father, without actually explicitly saying Mulder, you're the father.
0: And, you know, Mulder has... <laughs> it was kind of you know, stupid, but... Never had, like, a great relationship with Bill Mulder, and, you know, they found through the work that, you know, Bill Mulder had really been kind of fighting the good fight as much as he really could. Um, and I think she wanted to, like, pay tribute to that, no matter, like, whatever Mulder's DNA is, that, you know, she kind of wanted to give that to him. And plus, like, he wasn't there for a lot of her pregnancy, and there was so much going on. And I think that was kind of a way of making him more part of it, just kind of more quickly. You know, she wanted to make him feel like the father, <laughs> you know. Okay. They-
3: but mm. yeah, I oh, know. I'm just, I'm just. There's uh, a, There's a lot of Williams in the show.
0: <laughs> there are a That's little, what
2: I'm saying. How do you know it's that William on the phone? <laughs> because
0: she decided that.
2: No, or no, no. I'm talking about the William calling somebody's phone. Oh uh, yeah,
0: that guy too. It's not, you know, Bill Mulder because he's dead, and it's not. Captain Scully, because he's dead. He's dead. And if it were Bill Mulder Jr., it would say Bill Jr. Oh,
2: oh, it's her brother. Well, no, because I'd say Bill, Bill Jr.
0: Bill Scully Jr. would say Bill Scully Jr., not William. She's never Miss William. She always she refers to No, maybe. No, David, you're so reaching. You need <sighs> to like take a step down. Maybe it's
2: not even her cell phone. Maybe it's her mom's cell phone. Well,
0: actually, no. It's not Scully's hand in the picture. It's a man's hand holding the phone.
2: Is it a prosthetic hand?
0: No, it's not. <laughs> it's a real hand. Damn. <laughs> Sorry. I think it's Mulder's phone.
3: He is
2: William of speed yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I could like, actually, yeah. I could actually kind of see that working out better. That you know, Mulder and kind Scully of drifted apart over these years and stuff, and Mulder is now. I don't
0: think they drifted apart like over so many. <laughs>
2: It hasn't wow. been that many years. Like, it's been, it, like, a few, but, like, things... It's, it's been, what,
0: seven <laughs> years? <laughs> no. no, but, like, eventually, things didn't fall apart right away, and...
2: Okay, yeah. Mulder and Scully are no longer together, and he... She's now doing her doctor thing, or whatever she's doing. He is now uh, just hanging out with his kid in this little house somewhere, yeah. and it's just... No,
0: oh, I've yeah. seen the episode. That's definitely not what's going on.
2: Okay. <laughs> Um,
0: Plus, there is a really nice mention of of William in that first episode. Actually, it is is a very nice moment. So, anyway, and it's not because he's like there. He's not like, hey mom, hey dad, what's up? But um,
3: <sighs> gets mentioned.
2: Is somebody in Pop Rock? What Ooh, it
3: I heard it too. I just yeah I was I heard it too, but it's gone now.
2: I thought maybe it's Ivy's wrist again.
3: Mm. Mm. I don't know. Or no. okay. did you hear it?
2: What? No, it's gone now. Okay, it's gone now. It's so gone. I didn't hear anything. Okay. So essence and existence, um thoughts anything we haven't mentioned or the case. Well,
0: yeah. Um that was a great moment. Um, It was a beautiful scene, obviously, and I think what's probably, like, even better, I don't know if you've ever heard Kim Manners talk about that scene, David, but is, like, apparently it was, like, a really, like, deep, moving moment between, like, David and Jillian on set, and, like, after the scene ended, they just, like, held each other and, like, cried and, because they never, they didn't really know where they were going from there, Um, and this was, as they knew it, like, the last scene that they could possibly do together. Um, and apparently it was, like, really moving, and I recommend that anyone look about, look up Kim Manners talking about it, because it is really great to hear him describe it. Um, and it just talks about, like, them as Mulder and Skelly, and through all,
3: through the years and stuff like that. But. I just yeah. thought it was hot. I thought it was hot. Yeah. That I'm sorry, when I first saw it, it was something that I was waiting for, for a very long time, yes. So, it is uh, it is very sweet.
0: And then, of course, like Mulder stayed because his toothbrush was there. Mm-hmm.
2: And then he just disappeared because yeah, why not? <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: yeah, because he's a wonder. Anyway, so but yeah, Billy like Myles is vegetable.
2: And that see that it, that last scene would have been so much nicer if it wasn't for the fact of Donny Foster's ghost. Right in the corner of that bedroom.
0: No, well, Scully has gotten past that. You should see, David. Nothing is going to keep Scully from her home. This is her home.
2: Yes. We've we covered that. we covered that.
3: Okay. All right, wait, real quick. Do you guys hear a lot of crackling and now it's gone?
2: Yeah. I, I did hear it. And I think somebody maybe has stopped. And...
3: I don't know, man.
2: Somebody like moving around or...
3: No, I'm staying still as, like, super still. No.
2: Better call Mulder and Scully.
0: Yeah. There's a poltergeist. Well, Doggett and Reyes now, I guess. I think the house closed down.
3: I'm, like, afraid to move or talk, so I'm going to bring up the static, so... (laughs) Just sitting here.
0: But, um, anyway. Anyway, Scully have a baby. His name is William. After
2: Bill Mulder. <laughs> so that concludes our discussion of season eight, and I apologise because I feel like I've been becoming increasingly cynical for these episodes. Just a episodes. little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, you know what the deal is? I I liked season eight, and I don't know if it's just going back and doing the rewatch or whatever. I'm just kind of noticing how dry some of it is. But I've never cared for the mythology in season eight or nine. And,
3: Me neither It just a little weird
2: And uh Yeah But I still like the show I still like The whole it Relationship with everybody And uh Yeah I don't know It's been kind of An interesting experiment rewatching really it all uh, For this podcast You know Going right from the beginning And I don't know what it is But I haven't Enjoyed some of these As much as I have In the past I mean the mythology ones Like I said Never really been That big of a fan of And Maybe it is just noticing stuff that I hadn't noticed before in the past. I've always been just sort of really gung-ho and excited the fact that Mulder was there. And who cares if he's been an asshole to people. And <laughs> maybe now I'm sitting at it, you know, looking at it uh, quite a bit older and thinking, God, you know, why why is he acting like this? I you know.
3: I agree with you, yeah. No, it's it was more so, noticeable.
2: So. Basically, this Christmas I learned I was becoming a grumpy old man.
3: <laughs> the Grinch. <laughs> Get
2: off my lawn, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Anyway, do
0: you have okay. some questions for us here.
2: I do. Let's see if you can get five out of five. Okay. Okay. So, um, question one. What were Mulder's first words upon waking at the end of Dead Alive? It's horrible. who we are. Yeah. Correct. we didn't really
3: we were just like this is the answer (laughs)
2: yep (laughs) question two in three words how was the man who jumped the white house fence employed
0: he worked for the
3: federal statistics center didn't he he was working on
0: census data
3: I think he was because the newspaper clipping, maybe yeah I'm going with that so yeah that's
2: correct question three in Empedocles which music which musician's CD artwork led the local detective to think the murder had satanic overtones?
3: Marilyn Manson.
2: Correct.
3: <laughs> there you
2: go. That's probably like a bad reason to think that someone's committed a hey, some crime. of sort yeah, like some sort of songs. i sort of I of That scene sort I mean, of sort 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 I sort of sort of sort of sort her sort her sort of sort of sort of sort of sort of but the way that she has to explain to the detective
1: yeah.
2: how somebody could get triggered by being fired to do something violent, it yeah. just blows yeah. my uh, mind. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: But, okay. Okay, question four. Uh, in Vienna, what was the name of the oil platform? Oh, hold
0: on. The, it was the Galpex... Uh, uh Orpheus? Scalpex, Orpheus what does that sound right? It does it's sound Galpex. right. It is right. Okay, okay. okay.
2: And question five. What was the title book that Doggett found in Stites' house? Sixth six
0: Extinction by Richard Leakey. Wasn't it, Jasmine? Okay. I
2: don't I don't have the author, but yeah. it's it was the by Richard Leakey. Yes. <laughs> so there you have it let's see next week is um uh, it's next Friday is actually going to be new year's day uh we do have a podcast going up and i don't know who it's going to be joining me yet but we're going to be talking nothing important happened today through to trust no one so so roy jessa thank you both thank very you. much thank for being you. here have a very merry christmas if i don't speak to you before because of course we're not actually recording this <laughs> um, oh whatever day. you too Sorry to spoil the magical (laughs) Christmas illusion, (laughs) actually. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, thank you for coming. And um, I guess everybody go to xfiles.news for all of your X-Files news needs.
3: All right. Happy holidays.
2: And uh, listeners, please send us your listener questions. You know how to do that. If you don't, um, you can figure it out. (laughs) Same. I like it. it's a Christmas yeah, activity get the whole family involved. Um, so thank you everybody for listening um, I will be here again next week and in the meantime if there are any X-Files or X-Files groupies out there feel free to get in touch especially if you look like Jolie Jenkins
1: And flying saucers and ETs And government conspiracies But I've seen none of the above If I did, I think I probably would run a million miles Lose my little mind